Good morning, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Clerics Wear Ringmail podcast, the podcast where I intend to talk about the OSR, about RPGs, and about other acronyms that are important to our everyday lives. pre-recorded this morning from the beaches of beautiful northeast Florida through the Anchor Sphere's most expensive microphone. That is my 2013 Honda. As anyone who is listening to this podcast likely already knows, I am the principal author on the Clerics Wear Ringmail blog. In response to some of the content I put out, some of the opinions I put out, there was some interest and some commentary uh, about getting my voice out on the airwaves in a podcast consumable format. Related, the coronavirus numbers in my area are looking better than they have been. Uh, a lot, a lot of people are getting vaccinated out where I work, so my employer is relaxing their work from home policy. Knowing that uh, I have a bit of a drive to get in now, uh, I'm not going in every day, but going in enough that I figure why not take advantage of that time, take advantage of the Anchor app, and put together something for you, the listener, during that uh, commute time. Here's to hoping that I don't steer you wrong. Thus, without further ado, we can move on to the main topic of today, an unboxing! It is 4.30 in the morning uh, the following weekend. Uh, there, no way I'm going to be opening a box uh, while moving down the highway. So, what do I have in my lap? So, I have a box. It is from Amazon. The uh, dimensions of the box, uh, it's probably about two and a half feet wide by uh, a foot deep by a foot tall, I'd say, uh, or uh, using my hand here, it is about a hand and a half on the side dimensions and two two hands and a quarter uh, lengthwise. So let's see what's in here. Got a uh, knife here. Uh, fun story, the uh, state of Florida In the state of Florida, the uh, lever-assisted or mechanical-assisted opening knives uh, are perfectly legal, uh, and they're very handy uh, when you're coming in to uh, uh, very handy when you're trying to get some out or opening a box one-handed. All right, so here we go. What? Pampers Cruisers size 5. Uh, diapers aren't a role-playing game accessory. Or are they? Okay, back in the car. So another thing that I have heard podcasts do on their inaugural episode is to talk a little bit about what the content is going to be. 
to be truthful, I don't buy a lot of physical product, so unboxings are probably going to be pretty rare. But I do have a section of the blog devoted to what I've labeled ramblings. Ramblings are meta about the rules, uh, ideas or concepts that are going on in the community. So I figure that that's what this podcast can do, primarily be an avenue to have those conversations, to comment on what's going on in the podcast ecosystem, to comment on new stuff, and generally try to add another perspective into uh, the discussion. Some other podcasters have talked to a little bit of a disclaimer. Uh, just because they say something, that doesn't mean it's the truth. It doesn't mean it's the gospel for the OSR. Uh, but don't worry. I promise that I will give you only the gospel truth. I will present only the correct opinions that you can set your watch by every morning. Thinking about schedule, probably not going to be as regular podcasting as I am on the blog. Uh, the blog, I've tried to publish something every Sunday to the best of my ability. This one, probably going to try to push them out on Wednesdays when I do. I'll have a companion blog post lined up for them. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. I may get better at it. I may be able to do something uh, more in-depth. I guess we will see where this takes us. That said, uh, promises made and plans announced. We move on to the actual unboxing that I wanted to do. A small brown package that I received from an address in beautiful Northeast Minneapolis. Blind unboxing completed. We can move on to a semi-blind unboxing. So what do I mean when I say semi-blind? I hold in my hand a brown cardboard envelope it is roughly a hand tall, uh, a hand and a quarter across, and envelope thickness, so so not, not too large. And it is addressed to me from a Rob C. Address is, huh, Sage Street, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Hmm, I thought you were operating out of Minneapolis. Bah, not important. But back to the topic at hand. Semi-blind because Rob C., had in recent vintage and in keeping with a hammer horror theme he had at the time done a competition listeners were encouraged to call in with their best bella lugosi impression i called in my name got put into a hat and despite my uh, poor impression his charming assistant drew my name and i received a prize in the mail Technically, I was the second name drawn out of the hat, but the first name was ineligible due to their address being outside of the continental U.S. Uh, specifically, they were in low Earth orbit. But that's beside the point. I would encourage you to go listen to Rob's back catalog if you were interested in the details. As of this recording, I can't vouch for this publication, but definitely as I'm recording, Rob has another contest going on. It's not a Bella Lugosi contest, it's a henchman contest, but if you want to have your name in the hat and your address is in the continental United States, I would encourage you to call in, check out his podcast, and uh, put your name in the hat. So, 
without further ado, uh, we can speak to what is in this here envelope. The envelope is cardboard and taped up really good at the top. So I do have my knife with me, but I think I'm going to cheat and pop open this glued part down at the bottom. So let's see. So fun knife story. When I was a kid, my dad had a obsidian knife uh, with, I believe, staghorn handle. It was bought more as a showcase piece than a utility piece, but he has a story he likes to tell about me as a kid cutting myself on that knife and then coming to him in absolute agony and being absolutely terrified. Now, I keep telling him I distinctly remember not cutting myself on that blade. Uh, he told me that it was sharp and that I shouldn't touch it, and I was five, so I was speaking English at the time. So it's possible that my brother may have cut himself. It's possible he may have been remembering the time that my sister, who was four, tried to follow in my mom's footsteps and use a razor and had nicked herself. But uh, in any case, our memories tend to make us into superheroes as they age and as we retell them. So I'll give him, I'll give him his superhero status. See, ooh, I'm pulling my product out here. Uh, uh, bubble wrap score. Uh, we'll open this up here. Uh, uh, the Mitterzine. We are looking at the Mitterzine uh, issue number one, September 2018. Product of Monkey Blood Design. Looks like this is the first printing. Uh, Rob, you spoil me. So inside this issue, uh, fodder for the Midderlands OSR campaign setting, it's got the TSR no copy blue logo down at the bottom. So if I photocopy this, I suppose I won't know it's OSR. Uh, looking to, oh, here we are. It is compatible with swords and wizardry. So that'll be handy to convert it into your OSR system of choice. The cover appears to be semi-gloss. Uh, it's very smooth. It's not particularly reflective. It does feel very nice in my hand. Uh, its size is approximately the size of the envelope, so just shy of a hand across and a hand tall. It's officially, I think it's called digest, so you now know how big my hands are. So pop open here. There are 25 pages, including the OGL at the back, so 24 pages of content. At first glance, I like the art. The interior art is black and white, and it's very soulful. It's got a consistent theme to it, yeah, a little dark and inked over, and I like that. Uh, it's a bit flat, so uh, especially if we look at the cover, which is color, the depth perception isn't quite there, but it is better than I could have drawn, and still definitely, I think, professional quality. Checking the inside cover, I see some attributions published by the copyright date, uh, authors, thanks, references, it looks like the art and the content was primarily done by Glenn Seal and Jim Magnuson. So, uh, who are Jim Magnuson and Glenn Seal? Uh, 
Well, Glenn, of course, is the primary force behind Monkey Blood. Uh, link in show notes. He's an any award-winning cartographer and tabletop gamer for the last 35 years. He's the author of multiple Midderlands projects and products per his profile. Uh, he is available as an artist, cartographer, and layout designer for RPG products, and looks good in grayscale with that cowboy's double. So, um, Jim uh, Magnuson, on the other hand, he is introduced as a Midlander in the first section of this here zine. Uh, apparently he's from North Sweden, uh, and as of 2018 at least, is a self-described AD&D advocate and a fan of Glenn's cartographic fair. He graduated from an art school, uh, doesn't specify where, but he does specify his involvement as an artist in the Midderlands, Rivers and Lakes, another Monkey Blood product. He also did 21 illustrations for Lamentations, looks like Sounds of the Mushroom Kingdom. We'll have to look that up. He, uh, Jim appears to be open to commissions if you like his style, and the best way to contact him is G+. Uh-oh. So I guess it's time for some Googling if you want to look and work with Jim. Again, link in the show notes. And on the next page here, we have the Haven Gazette. At initial glance, this looks to be an insetting gazetteer, a newspaper for someone living in the Havenland. There's some, some humor in here. I see mechanisms for preventing slugs from getting into your garden. I uh, won't tell you how. No spoilers, Jason. But, moreover, this appears to provide short paragraphs that could serve as plot hooks, adventure hooks. This is a good format. I like this idea. I may try to steal this as a way to key some adventures in to a campaign world, uh, regardless of whether it's these or if it's something, something original. It's possible these are references to other products. I am a neophyte to the Midderlands, and there's references to people and places, but I am not educated to tell you if they are references to a bigger book or supplemental, or if it's a flavor for the adventure hook. Okay, moving on, we got oh, some hex locations. A uh, couple, I see an adventure, I see a town, I see a cult. Ooh. They are keyed. Uh, expressly references to the Midderlands overmap. Again, I am a Midderlands virgin, so I can't see exactly where they are, but the verbiage is terse enough, like the Gazette before, that I think I could slot these in pretty easily. Um, alternatively, if you're running your, your own game, you could probably slot these in to a pre-existing hex map, provided that the spirit of the area, if the zeitgeist of the setting was in tandem. Flipping forward a bit here, it is uh, not my intent to read this entire book to you in audio format, mostly just to give my impression and to present an outline of what I'm seeing. Uh, here, too, come to think of it, is a good place to diverge from the iterative Oh, I could use this commentary that I've been making so far to talk about the art. I mentioned that it's black and white, 
but also it is very well integrated with the text. The text in most of these cases wraps around the image fairly tightly. The layout is great. I love this execution. Uh, nothing feels out of place and the image in front of me is helping me envision what I'm looking at. Because it is right there in the text, it feels like it's part, it flows directly in, almost like it's a huge non-standard letter. So let's see, gloom rat cat vile. Uh, cat vials are large cats devoid of fur being covered. Okay, I think a friend of mine had one of these. You're supposed to give them little sweaters or keep your apartment at 80 degrees. Oh, oh, no, never mind. Next up, there is a new class presented, the Crow Master. Illustration here looks to be a dour gentleman wearing what appears to be stitched together tree bark armor with a bird chillin' as his good old buddy. Self-described, it is a variant druid. Uh, not familiar with the druid and swords and wizardry. I cannot speak to how well this Crowmaster class balances. Looks like lots of bird-themed abilities in addition to spells and general magic use. Speaking of which, I see some new spells. What am I looking at? Bag of crap. <laughs> nice. So there's two new spells here that are available to clerics, druids, or magic users. So bag of crap is available to the crowmaster, looks like. I guess if you're a cleric, you'd have to be a cleric of a poop-themed deity for that one. Maybe we have we have Orcus. Maybe we can have Ordur. His uh, holy symbol can be cow chips. To clarify, Ordur, Lord of Excrement, is not in the zine. I'm just having a little bit of fun. Who's that? I don't know. That's a king. Go all over him. The zine finishes out with some items and oddities, as well as some new flora and fauna, fleshing out the Midderlands and enhancing your Midderlands experience, or mid-in-lands, as it may be. Surely, likewise, I could plug this into a non-Midderlands game. It would bring a sort of dark, gritty tone, and a game looking to bring a medieval feel maybe a table that's spent a little bit too much time playing Warcraft. The content of this scene, its flavor, its execution, it definitely has consistency, a faithfulness to a tone which you can use to adjust or introduce novel elements into a home game. The book is Saddle Stitch. That's nice. That's something that I like to see and hope to see going forward despite drive through canceling the option. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see what the future holds for Gorilla Publishing and our happy little corner of the hobby. Thus concludes my initial impressions of Mitterzine, issue number one. Per the site, uh, it looks like they're up to six or seven, but from here, would I jump into number two? Definitely tempted. I'd have to see. For the next couple weeks, I'll try to spend some time digging a little deeper into this zine and see if there's a way for me to hack it or 
really based on my schedule to see if there's a way for me to get a game going at all. Um, in any case, thank you for listening. Hopefully that is a good listen for you. That'll help to inform whether the Mitterzine is right for you. Thank you again, Rob, for mailing that out to me. It was fun to participate in the Bella Lugosi contest. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in to this inaugural episode. For all of you with dice in your hand and sheets on the table, delve on. Parties dissatisfied with any section of the terms, conditions, or license above are encouraged to go subnet.